my heart, the message today, the Lord laid it upon my heart. Could you move this pulpit for me? The Lord laid it upon my heart. When God says no, When God says no. This is something that we don't really rightly want to hear from God. And there's a lot in Christendom that has painted God as a genie in the lamp that must grant our heart's desires. There are many that have made it seem as though if you've got the faith, your faith can make God do. Your faith excesses what God has planned, but you can't make God do anything. Your faith makes available what God has ordained, but you can't force God's hand in any regard. I don't hear anybody. And the saints of God have got to learn how to endure and accept and to thrive when God says no. And you can't override God because you run into problems or you go into delusion. You'll run into problems or go into delusion to make yourself believe that this is still God when he said no. He will not change his mind. God is immutable. He does not change. Hallelujah. God does not change. Amen. God does not change. So God is sovereign, and in his sovereignty, he reserves every right and privilege to deny our requests and to stop the procedures. And he only does so not for his ego, but he does so to keep you preserved. He does so to save your life. He does so so you don't squander your strength. He does so so that your expectations don't exceed his will. Hello? When God says no. Now, Paul, let me go take you to a scripture. 2 Corinthians, very familiar passage of scripture. 2 Corinthians 12 Verse 7 simply says, And lest I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the revelations, lest I should be puffed up and heady and high-minded because God reveals so much to me, lest I should become arrogant and egotistical because of the way God uses me. I am a prophet of God. I am an apostle. That, that's, that's arrogance. Because your position doesn't mean anything. Your purpose and obedience means everything. Because there are many people that have positions but no obedience. There are many people that have power but no real authority because they don't obey God. So Paul said, lest I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the revelations that God gives me, there was given to me a thorn in my flesh. Wait a second. God
God allowed there to be a hindrance. God allowed there to be a struggle. He didn't make the struggle, but he allowed it to happen. Because he's doing it for my growth. <laughs> there was given to me a thorn in the flesh. Come on. Have the messenger of Satan to buffet me. God allowed a demonic situation to come upon me to cause me to fight. To buffet me. I'm never supposed to be beaten without retaliation. So it's to cause me to fight. A message of Satan to buffet me lest I should be exalted and conceited and arrogant above measure. For this thing, for this thorn to be removed, I besought the Lord three times that it might depart from me. And God said, no. And God said, no. And God said unto me, no, son, I'm not going to take away the thorn. No, son, I'm not going to take away the struggle. No, son, I'm not going to take away this pain. For my grace will have to do. My grace will be enough. My supernatural power to get you through this situation will be sufficient for you. My grace is sufficient for you and my strength, not your strength, and my strength is made perfect. My strength is shown off. My strength is exemplified. My strength is demonstrated in your weakest time. Hallelujah. And most gladly, therefore, will I glory in my infirmities so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Oh, this is going to be a hard 20-minute message. What are you saying, Pastor Donnie? I'm saying this. That there are some things in life that we think we know best. There are some things that we would like to arrange according to our design. There are some things that we think God would do better if he did it our way. Oh, yeah, I know, no, no, I would never do that. Oh, yes, you do. When you do things on your own that God didn't say, that's what you're telling him. I think it would be better if I did it this way. There are some choices that we make that absolutely get us into problematic situations. And when we go to God, we want to twist God's arm. And make him do what we think is best. But let me tell you about the sovereignty of God. Let me tell you about the wonderful intelligence of God. God sees us as we will be. 
And he's willing for us to go through whatever we've got to go through in order for us to gain the strength, the power, the wisdom, the, the experience. And that includes trying of our faith. We pray that God would take certain things away from us. And God says, I'm sorry, son. I'm sorry, my dear. But in order for you to get to the finish line, there are certain things that I've got to prove in you. So I'm not going to be able to get you through this without you going through this. I can't get you to this without you going through this. I don't hear anybody. God, give me patience. All right, I will give you patience, but it's going to be through tribulation. For tribulation worketh patience. And if you need it, he's going to have to send tribulation to you. God, take the tribulation away. No, because through this tribulation, you're going to have patience. God, I don't understand what you're doing. It seems like I'm losing so much ground. Seems like there's such a struggle. It's called pruning. You asked me to help you grow. The only way to help you grow is through pruning you. And in order to prune you, I got to cut some vital things off of you. Things that you think are necessary, but I deem them unnecessary. And you've attached yourself to things that are prohibiting you from going further. So I got to prune you. God, please, it hurts too much. Stop. No. Because through the pain, you're going to learn how to trust me. When God says God, please let me have this relationship. And God says, no. Because if I give you this relationship, you'll miss out on the blessing that I had planned for you. Although you can't see it, it's ahead of you. And these relationships divert your attention away from my promise. So I got to cut it off. But God, I love them. What's love got to do with this? Because your heart will deceive you to love the wrong person. And God has the right to say no. Am I talking to anybody? God says no. Because I see what's ahead with this fella. I see what's ahead with this young lady. And if you move forward with him, it will lead to your destructive demise. Because everything that's good to you is not good for you. I don't hear anybody here. Everything that's good to you is not good for you. But the way they treat me, I know, but that's temporary. I'm looking at you down the road, and I'm trying to stop you from a train wreck. So you've got to learn how to accept my no with the same readiness that you accept my yes. I don't hear anybody here. You, we, we have got to learn how not just to accept the no of God. But we've got to learn how to thank him for his no. 
Y'all not hearing me. I know this don't make you feel good. But you got to learn how to thank them for every no. Because you're looking out for me. You're looking out for me. Although I want this, if you say no, I say yes to your no. Somebody say, I say yes to your no. Although I may have planned for this, if you say no, I say yes to your no. I thank you for your no. Although I might, I might suffer from the, from the void and the loss, I thank you for your no. Although I may not understand it, I don't have to understand it in order to accept it. I thank you. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. You got to learn how to thank God for his no. Because his no is a lifesaver. His no is a strength builder. Oh God. His no is a faith builder. Because when he says no, you got to learn how to walk on without it. And thank God for what's up ahead. You want to hold on to what you can see. But it's what you can't see that's going to benefit you. Faith is the substance of things hopeful. And it's the evidence of things you can't see right now. But just because you can't see it right now doesn't mean that it's not already in existence. And it's waiting for you at the proper place. So God has got to close some doors to keep you from being distracted. God's got to close some doors in order to keep you from being sidetracked. God's got to close some doors so you don't waste your time. God's got to close some doors so you don't waste your energy. Yes, he said no to that job you thought you were qualified for because he had something better for you. Oh, I don't hear you. Yes, it may have disappointed you for the here and now, but it's solidifying you for the future and your destiny. God doesn't make any mistake. And if he closes the door, don't go knocking on it. If he closes the door, don't try to jimmy it open. Let God's know be Noah and thank him. I didn't think I'd get too much excitement out of this because all we want to hear is yes but God is not trying to raise spoiled brats God is not obligated to give us whatever we want well you said you would give us our heart's desire that's my heart's desire no no baby understand the scriptures the problem is you've been living off of sound bites you haven't searched the scriptures for yourself you've been listening to preachers that preach happy pills to you preach something just to get you excited God is going to give you your desire name it claim it it's yours pull it down out the heavens speak it speak it it's yours that doesn't move God That develops fantasy and it decreases faith. You can speak it all day long and ain't gonna move God. 
Because God's no is no. You can name it, claim it, frame it, but God said no. It will never come to pass. I'm trying to get to you right now. You can blab it, grab it, but it's not going to happen if God said no. You can try to speak those things which are not as though they be. And God said, I never gave you that power. You can't speak what I haven't said. I said, you can't speak what I haven't said. God closes the door. And no strength on earth can open it. Thank you for closing the door. God shut that thing down. And there's no way to restart it. Thank you for the shutdown. Y'all not hearing me. God said hold on a little while longer. Until the healing comes. But right now I want you to go through Heal me now. No. I want your faith to build up. I want you to grow in this. I want you to see me work in this. So this is a time period where I got to say no. But I'm suffering. You got to endure hardness. I know this isn't popular. You've got to endure hardness like a good soldier. The know of God. The know of the Lord is just as important as his yes. It doesn't feel good but God's not trying to make us feel good. He's trying to get us to grow up. It's not exactly what we want, but God never asked us what we wanted. God was never concerned about what we want. God was never concerned about what we wanted. It is his will. God gives us the will and the do according to his good pleasure. Are y'all hearing me? Well, you remember, Pastor, you, you, God didn't give me the desire of my heart. You don't understand what that scripture meant. God is not the, he's not the giver of good gifts to everybody and just whatever you want, what you want. He's not looking just to placate our lusts. When the Bible says that God will give us the desires of our heart, it simply meant this. God will give our heart what to desire.
God will give our heart what to desire. He will put the desire that's appropriate in our heart and dismiss our heart's desires. And dismiss our carnal heart's desires. The no of God has saved my life so many times. The no of God has caused me to change course and direction and to move forward. The no of God has caused me to let go of that which I held dear. To let go of that which I held dear. Because what I held dearly in the natural was going to hinder me in the spiritual. We hold on to things in the natural that make us feel secure, make us feel good. Am I talking to you? And then those are the things that God says, I, I challenge those. You should want my will more than you want those things. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And then everything else in his will. Not, not everything else in the world. Everything else in his will will be added unto you. Everything else in his will. There are certain struggles that I still contend with. It doesn't mean I'm not saved. It just means God said, rely on my grace. And I thought, God, it would be much easier for me to please you, honor you, and to live this thing in holiness if you just took this away. God said, no, no, I understand. I understand your train of thought. You just don't understand mine. I want you to lean on me. So no, I'm not going to take that thorn, son, daughter. I, I'm, I'm going to leave you in that battle. I'm going to leave you with that struggle. But God, I don't understand. You will understand it better by and by. But in your struggle, son, my grace will be given to you. Remember the Bible said he giveth more grace. As the burdens grow greater, he sends on more strength. As the labors increase to added afflictions, adds on mercy and multiplied trials. God multiplies peace. That's my go-to song. Either that or day by day and with each passing moment, strength I find to meet my trials here. Trusting in the Father's wise bestowment. I have no cause for worry or for fear. Y'all don't know these songs. 
He whose heart sky be an homage gives unto each day what he deems best so lovingly it's part of pain and pleasure pain and pleasure God mingles toil toil with peace and with rest so help me Lord when my toil and troubles meeting help me take it from the Father's hand one by one each day each moment fleeting until I reach the promised land. For his love has no limit and his grace has no measure. His power has no that are known unto men for all it up infinite riches in Christ Jesus God giveth gives more grace and he giveth and giveth again so when he says no, he gives you grace to go through it. No, you, 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 you got to hear me. When God says no, he gives you the grace to move on from that. He gives you the power to walk away from what he said no to. He gives you the, the, the strength to let go of what he said no to. For in your own strength, you could never let go of it. In your own strength, you could never leave it. In your own strength, you try to make it approved by God when God will never change his mind. This was not a, con a convenient message to preach. But there are a lot of people that are bucking God's no. In this room and watching, there are a lot of people that are bucking God's no. You are making provision to do what God said no to. You are superseding God's edict. You are going past what God has declared and doing it your own way and claiming that it's God and it is not and you will soon find out. Oh yeah, th 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 this is this is this is a rebuke and a prophecy. You will soon find out that God will cause a stumbling block because you tried to override his no. God will cause it to crumble after you attain it because you overrode his no. God, won't, he won't stop you. He won't stop you from making the mistake, but that mistake will have consequences. 
He won't stop you from disobedience, but that disobedience will have consequences and you will pay the price for your disobedience. It is better to take God's no. Even if it breaks your heart, it's better to take God's no. Even if you suffer loss, it's better to take God's no. Because there's a reason for his rejecting it. There's a reason for him saying no. There's a reason for him closing that door. It is better to accept God's no to gain God's grace. I've, I've got to end because we have a meeting at 1.30. I've got to end. But I, I, I'm telling you, I, I can't get away from this. There are people in this room and that are watching. You are, you, you, you have crossed the borderline. You have crossed the borderline. And God is saying, daughter, son, I told you no. Why would you still go and do this? I will not change. And there are some of us that have to repent because it's not like we don't know. We know that we've gone past God's no. We K-N-O-W that we've gone past God's N-O. We know that. And we're saying, well, you know, well, you know, God will forgive me. He will, but it won't stop the consequences. It will. Did you hear me? God will forgive you, but it will not stop your consequences. Because what you enact by superseding God's will, it's got to run its cycle. And God doesn't stop the cycle. You got to remember, David, David fathered a child that was wrong, and the child got sick. And David went on a fast, trying to get God to change his mind. God said, I, I, I told you not to deal with that woman, and I told you not to do that. But the baby's dying. God, he went sackcloth and ashes. God, please try to reverse God's no. And the baby died. What, what are you going to do? If you continue, and I know this is a strange service. We praise him at the front end of the service. Now it's time for sober thinking. Now it's time for sobriety. You've entered into situations, business deals, relationships. You've entered into negotiations. You've entered into making moves that God said no to. Now some of you are watching by streaming video and you're sitting in a place that God didn't call you to. You put yourself in a bad situation you can't even sustain there because God told you not to do it and you did it anyway because you thought it was a good move. And now you sit in the rubble of your decision without God changing his mind. But there's still hope. Get back into the will of God. Get back into the will of God. For anyone in this room, and I'm talking to you right now, everyone in this room that knows that you've superseded God, and I know this is the strangest altar call that I've ever made in my life, but anyone that knows that you have gone past God's no, 
and you want to repent for it. Repentance is not punishment. Repentance is a privilege. Repentance is not punishment. Repentance is the privilege of the children of God. The children only can repent. The children can repent and, and turn away from what they started and go in the right direction. He said, the day you hear my voice, don't harden your heart. If there's anybody in this room that is brave enough to understand and will take advantage of repentance and reverse your way, I want you to come down here right now. There is no shame. None. There is no shame. Back up, ministers. Back up. There is no shame. Unless you ministers need to come down here because there are some ministers that need to come because you've made the wrong decision. Come now. And this takes boldness in order to do. While some of you are sitting back there knowing that God is pulling on you because you've gone past his no. And you sit there and you still hold on to it. Shame on you. He, you should hear his voice. You are his child. Come. 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 Step forward. Step forward. Step forward. There are about five more people. And I feel the struggle. I feel the fight in my spirit. Let me tell you something. He's talking to you today. Don't, don't ignore him. Because he's trying to avert the, the, the consequences. He's trying to pull you away from the consequences that are on the other side of this sermon. It's on the other side of this sermon. That's the reason why he gave this sermon today. Because past this day, you're going to run headlong into the consequence of the things you've done wrongly. You better make your move. And I'm not trying to bully you into this, but I want you to understand that God gives a word for the time and he means what he says. And he means what he says. If you know that you've entered into things that God told you not to, if you know you've done what God said no to, if you know that you are in that bind, make your move up here now because this is the day of repentance. This is the day of repentance. Put your hands together. I said there's about five more people. And I'm about to move on without you. There's four more people. And I'm about to move on without you. Shame. But I got to go. I got to go. Because the souls that really want this and the souls that are really ready to repent are primed right now and I can't wait but so much longer I want you to lose fear and I want you to silence that demonic voice talking to you and I want you to come while God is pleading with you because God doesn't want you to go into the consequence he wants to save you from it one more time put your hands together give God praise Pastor West, I just heard in the spirit somebody sitting there saying, mm, I know he's talking about me. I know he's preaching about me. I'm not preaching about anybody's specific situation because I don't know anybody's specific situation here. I'm telling you what God says. But that guilt in your mind made you feel that because that's him talking to you. That's him talking to you. Beloved, it is a privilege to be able to come before God and obtain grace in the hour of your need. It's a privilege. Raise your hands, beloved. Raise your hands. I surrender all. all. 
to thee my blessed Savior I surrender all somebody help me just sing that say I surrender all I surrender all to thee my blessed Savior I surrender so we come before thee our Savior with our hands raised up asking for your mercy and your forgiveness Father we accept your no today we accept your denial. We accept the doors closed and we repent for moving past your no. Forgive us and give us more grace. Give us the power to endure and to go through. But we will learn from our past mistake. We will learn, Lord God, to hear your voice, to accept your will, and to say yes to your no. Father, these that stand here brokenhearted with the spirit of repentance because of your love for us and our love for you, our desire to please you and to confess where we've gone wrongly and to thank you for loving us and allowing us to be right with you again. So Jesus, heal us, forgive us, cleanse us, make us whole, O oh God we will abide by your no. And standing here today shows your strength, my beloved brother and sister. It shows your true desire to be right with God. For you could have easily just sat and done nothing at the voice of God. You could have easily sat there and not moved and ignored the voice and the calling of God. But your heart is right toward God. And from this point on, we will be sensitive to God. And we will thank him for his no because it will save our lives and save us from struggle and save us from hurt. A moment of disappointment will save us from a lifelong cycle of pain. So, Lord God, we thank you for this morning's sermon. We thank you for speaking to us today. And we will accept what God allows. And we will accept God's no. To God be the glory, and we thank you. Now, everyone, give God praise for another chance. Come on, give God praise for another chance. Come on, give God praise. Can you join them? Can the believers join them? Can the believers join them? I'm talking to you, my dears. Can the believers join them? Praise God for another chance. Praise God for another opportunity. Praise God for his will. Praise God for his no. As you return to your seat, the Lord bless you. The Lord bless you and be kind to you. To every one of you that have prayed with us and repented before God and have God 
and, 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 and God has caused your heart to be mended again. Those you've learned from the past and the error of your disobedience and seen the mercy of God extended to you again. You prayed that prayer with us and you are willing and ready now to accept every closed door and every no that God pronounces and happily accept it knowing that it's for the saving of your life. If you prayed that prayer with us, there are four words on your screen right now. I know this is one of the strangest messages that I've ever pre I've preached. It's one of the strangest messages I've ever preached. But God has the right to say no because he's doing it for us. He says no to save us. So if you prayed that prayer with us, there are four words on your screen. I prayed that prayer. Type these four words just like you see them. I prayed that prayer. Our ministers will be alerted and we will reach out to you. And we will pray with you. We will pray with you digitally, telephonically. We will reach out to you. We will contact you. And we will help you move on past the know of God into the future letting go of everything God said no to and going into your destiny. I thank God for every no he's ever said. Thank him. I do. I do.